Hey, it's Dan. Welcome back. This is I Allegedly. And uh, got a good one for you today because we've never seen this before with the banks. We're about to see something big happen. Before I get into it, please take a second, like the video, please join our email list, and don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Think about this. We have heard lately about the problems with banks right now. In an unprecedented move, there are three banks that are going to sue the Fed. What for? Well, there are rules put in place that have really benefited the banks. And there is a thing called fractional banking. And what that is, is back in the day when you'd put your money into a bank, there would be such a high percentage of deposits that had to be held that the banks always maintained the cash. Now, that it's dwindled down through the last few decades. It's dwindled down to where it's basically nothing right now. The banks take your money in as a deposit and they put them out in risky investments. That's how they make money because banks make very little money on the fees that they charge us, supposedly. You know they make a fortune. If you're overdrawn, they make even more money, okay? Overdraft fees and bank fees and, oh, you want to you wanna do a wire transfer, there's a fee. Everything's a fee. The point is, is that the banks don't keep your money in there. Everybody thinks that when you put your paycheck in there, my money's safe in the bank. It's not. They lend that money out at very high and risky investments that earn higher percentages than what they could make on their own. So with that, it has been nothing but problems. Now, what happens is the Fed recently has said, you need to have a larger percentage of cash on hand for emergencies and for economic downturns and for bank failures. Now, this came about from First Republic, which was the second largest bank failure in history. And since that happened, they made it so that these banks have to have more cash on hand to the tune of 20%. Now, lately, there's a few banks that have been talking about problems and problems on the horizon and things coming out. And the first one is JP Morgan, our buddy Jamie Dimon. The second is Citibank, Jane Fraser, who is doing the mother load of layoffs and restructuring, she has a problem with this. And the third one is Morgan Stanley, who has a problem with this, who Morgan Stanley's been in the news lately talking about their financial problems right now. So if you don't think that this is an issue, you're kidding yourself because this fractional banking is going to be a bigger problem. But these banks are going to sue the Fed and demand that they don't have to come up with the 20%. Well, why is that? Doesn't that seem like a decent amount of money. If you knew the world was going to come to an end financially, wouldn't you want to have 20% on hand to get ready for that? They already put money aside right now for bad credit card debt. And every single bank, all of them, there's not one that says, oh, we don't see a problem. They've all doubled and tripled and quadrupled the amount of money that they have for emergency reserves for bad debt. So if John doesn't pay his visa bill, they're covered. And they've to the tune of billions of dollars, by the way. Now, these banks went out and bought bonds. And you can wait until the bonds mature and just get paid off on them. But the banks can't do that. They're spend hounds. And they have to have money constantly. Borrowing money and having money inside the banks 
So they have to sell these bonds at a loss right now. And this loss is creating a huge financial drain on them because they need liquidity and they need cash. So just like everything else in this world, instead of waiting, okay, it'll come back. You can maybe think that. But what's happened is these people have to sell these bonds at a huge loss right now. So what the Fed is doing is you guys need to prepare yourself and get ready because of what's coming. So it's beautiful this morning. Absolutely stunning out here. But no. But think about this. Most likely, Wells Fargo, Bank of America are going to hop on the bandwagon with this. But we will see. Smaller banks have talked about it as well. But you're going to see different things affect banks differently. The commercial uh, problem with commercial loans for real estate is a massive problem for mid-level banks. It's also a problem for credit unions when it comes to auto loans because so many people are, are, are not paying on the auto loans and the car loans are upside down. So you're going to see more and more things come about and big changes get made. But this lawsuit should concern you because if everything's great, okay, we got to keep 20%. We'll do that. Well, no, they don't want to do this. But this is a whole, remember, look over here, pay attention to the funny balloon over here, okay? This is serious, and it's something that's not really being talked much about, okay? Channels like mine, it's serious. Get ready for this. You're going to see buildings, office buildings, get ripped down. There are casinos in Las Vegas, Nevada, that they have leveled the casinos because it is cheaper for vacant land to pay the taxes than to maintain an empty building that nobody is in. So you're going to see this happen more and more and more with commercial office space because what are you going to do with this commercial building? Oh, we'll convert it to condos. Well, how do you convert a two and three story office building that nobody is renting right now? How do you do that? You can't. The other thing is that, good morning. The other thing is that uh, you're starting to see more and more people brag about how great real estate is that in Manhattan real estate is talking about, hey, we're at 70% of pre-pandemic levels. That's 30% off, guys. It's it's a catastrophe when you talk to the banks. When you talk to anybody in commercial real estate, they're trying to brag about the negative. Oh, it's so good. You know, we're in last place, guys. We're doing great. Okay. If you had a 30% vacancy rate on any normal year, you would be jumping out of those buildings. Okay. So with that being said, Hey, it's fantastic, man. We're, we've got 30%. The banks and the economy are broken right now. Nobody wants to admit this. Nobody wants to, to, to admit that this is a problem, but it is. When you have JP Morgan going to sue the Fed, which by the way, the Fed is not going to raise interest rates this week. It's not going to happen. That's Dan's prediction. The other thing is that the real estate agents out there that write me and see it's all great. It's all good. Go buy those houses. You're starting to see layoffs unlike anything we've seen in our history. And you're going to see a real estate downturn that is going to be something that's going to be at glacial pace, but it's just going to be that car wreck. It's going to be the tsunami that just rips apart everything in its path. Watch. Let me know. Have you heard about this? Are you concerned about this? You, we all have to have a bank. You have to have a bank to pay your bills. But my thing is have multiple banks and have ways of getting cash. 
Have money on hand to pay your bills, just in case. Okay? Get ready, guys. Get ready. Now, here's a tale of two extremes when it comes to the uh, real estate market. First things first, the top 15 real estate markets per square foot. The number one is 2,000% higher than the national average, which is absolutely crazy. This is that gazebo in uh, Laguna Beach that everybody walks out to, and you can see the beautiful view. But of the top 15... Uh, five are in California and six are in Florida. The rest are a smattering around the country. But the first things first is South Pasadena, South Pasadena, South San Francisco. The South market is $5,400 a square foot. Isn't that insane? Absolutely Looneyville that people are paying that money for that. Now, the next thing here in California, they found homeless people living in the street. That's terrible. What they also found in the last week is they found homeless people that dug out caves 15, 20, 30 feet below the surface and lived there, furnished them, made steps, made stairs, and lived underground. Is that insane? Unbelievable. Now, they arrested everybody, pulled them out. You can't go back there. Guess what happens when they got out of jail? They went back to their caves. Isn't that crazy when you think about this? So... I think some people don't want help, you know, personally. That's one thing that I think. The uh, There's a lot we can talk about with this. But uh, it is it is crazy that you're seeing things like that. And um, here in Southern California, they're going to have one city that is going to have to get rid of every fruit off the fruit trees. You have to, spl- uh, you have to uh, pull every fruit off of every fruit tree in the city of San Bernardino. They say that they found oriental fruit, uh, fruit flies, which damage crops and are known to breed very quickly from fruit to fruit. And they're very dangerous to have. But they're going to make an entire city get rid of every piece of fruit. Isn't that wild to think about? Kind of strip strip all the trees bare. So it will be interesting to see how that plays out. But read the story below because it's fascinating. You know, we have such a problem with crime and such a problem with you know, takeovers of, you know, in Los Angeles where, you know, kids are, and they're in their 20s, they're driving around and racing. There's the Third Street Bridge, which is an old bridge that they rebuilt. They just had a huge takedown of all these people because on social media, the cops are getting smart now. And what they're doing is they're going out and they're saying, well, let's follow where these kids are going to meet. So they'll have different meetup groups and different carbies and different things like that. And the cops went there and they just impounded 30 cars over the weekend. 30 cars this weekend from people racing. Now, here's the thing about this in California. If you go out and you watch one of those races, you're as guilty as the people in the cars. And if you've seen these videos and you can watch the story below, these people are are in such danger. They run into the crowd. They do burnouts. They do all these donuts and everything. And it is absolutely crazy how people just go out there And uh, the cops are fed up with it. People are fed up with it because it's just dangerous and the robberies and, you know, all the drug use. And this guy's out painting a picture right now. So. 
things are out of control right now. They really are. It's nice to see stuff like this. It's also nice to have weather like this, too. So share your thoughts on this stuff so far. And uh, you're starting to see a really big disparity between people that are rich and people that have nothing. Not poor, broker than poor, have zero. You know, it's funny. Whenever I talk about student loans, I get people coming out of the woodwork furious. You don't understand. And these women are not gold diggers, Dan. You should see all the stuff I get. But what I am trying to let people know is you don't want to have any debt. You want to owe nobody anything. Okay? You want to get up in the morning and wonder what you're going to do for the day. That's what you want to do. Okay? Now, a lot of people don't live that way. But how about this one? Walmart management. You want to go work at a Walmart store? They will give you $20,000 towards your student loan debt if you become a Walmart manager. They'll give you stock options. They'll give you everything to work at Walmart. They're going to have to get more and more creative as the world gets more and more expensive. So again, look around, guys. Look around. We're starting to see a real problem with people having pensions and the government trying to not pay them. Here in California, there's a thing called pension spiking. And I could do two videos about this, not just one. But to give you an idea of what this is, is that if you work for a public entity here in California, there are certain things that you can do to spike your pension, like working overtime the last year, you know, um, uh, not using your paid time off, your sick days and adding that into your income for the final year and that's your highest year and that's what they base the pension off of. I have a very good friend of mine that I went to high school with who retired at the beginning of last year and uh, he got to benefit from that big time, big time because he got to do just that. Now, here in California, Governor Brown, which was like two governors ago, they went and he said, you know, we're going to get rid of this. You've got to stop this. Well, the legislation postponed it, postponed it, postponed it. And now they're making it so that these people cannot do this. And it's making it so that they're having cutoff dates and people are furious because it's the difference of us starving to death and not starving to death. I know people that are making $10,000, $15,000, $18,000 a month from their pensions. Okay? If you can't live on that, it's your problem, you know? So... Not everybody's got a big pension like that, but the point is, is that the amount and the percentage of people that this is going to affect in a little way is, is minimal. So it's interesting about this. Do you guys have that in your state? Do you have people that spike their pensions if they work for the fire department? They work for the police department. And yes, they're tough jobs. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. What I'm disputing is the shenanigans. The other thing is that 25 years ago, they did this thing where if you were over 50, you could add to your pension because they didn't think people would work much past their 50s as firefighters and police officers. And it's young now. So these people poured it on to where their pensions were worth so much money uh, as they retired. And, and that's what you're seeing. So they're really trying to get rid of pension spiking, but you're going to see more and more uh, municipalities, you know, go out of business. CalPERS. And uh, the other uh, uh, pension, the one that covers the teachers, what's its uh, I 
can't think of the name of it right now, but that one is in trouble right now. And they've had to cut people off for lifetime health care and things like that. So it's going to be interesting, guys. It's going to be interesting because people are going to have to admit the fact that things are not good right now and that you've got to save a little bit of money. So let me know. I'm going to finish this video with just these last few stories. And the first one is Roomba, the robot vacuum cleaner, was going to have a deal with Amazon. And the feds blocked that one too. Amazon can't own too many companies. Once again, well, come on. Where do you draw the line? Where would the rule after rule after rule after rule? Okay? It's getting crazy, guys. It's getting crazy. But... I think that we're starting to see uh, the government really overstep its bounds. And again, do you care that Amazon owns Roomba? Seriously. Seriously. Now, there's people that write me and say, you know, your Roomba listens to you like your uh, Alexa does. Okay, then turn it off, guys. If you think it's, hi, hi, you know, it's Dan's house. Don't clean the den. Mess with them. You know what I mean? Come on. Come on, guys. It's ridiculous. Here's something that I had no idea this was even newsworthy until I read it. And I'm like, really? This is a thing? Do you know they don't teach cursive writing in uh, schools anymore between second and sixth grade anymore? And now they're going to have a law that's going to bring it back to where you got to teach kids that. Okay, let's bring back the obvious, you know, because it's difficult. Okay, oh, I don't want kids to be struggling with anything. Just tell them they're smart and they're winners no matter what they do. Okay, I am telling you this right now, guys. I can tell you stories about people that are hiring people and young people in their 20s bring their moms to their job interviews for moral support. Yeah, let's hire this guy, okay? I'd rather hire... <laughs> Anyways, no, okay? No, no. So, and the final, final story is this one. The George Carlin estate <laughs> is suing the makers of an AI comedy special. Now, when I heard about this, I thought they had George Carlin do a couple of jokes. No, what they did was they made a comedy special. I'm glad I, <laughs> I kind of did this out laughing. I'm glad I'm dead, okay? And it's George Carlin's mannerisms, his style, and jokes like he would tell them, which is funny, okay? But it's not funny because you don't want people to steal the name and likeness of people, okay? And it's not name and likeness, it's name in likeness. Now, here's the thing. You know, these NIL deals that you have out there, so many actors uh, went out and were on hit TV shows and never got paid when they went to streaming. Got clipped because they didn't have good agents, they didn't have good representation. Well, when people use your name and likeness, they have to pay you for that. Well, George Carlin's estate, this is terrible that they're doing this and they want to eliminate the possibility that people are going to just make, you know, Elvis songs, George Carlin comedy specials. And again, I thought it was a couple of jokes. I had no idea they did a full one hour special. So did you hear it? Because I didn't. And uh, read the story below. Please don't forget to hit the like button. Please don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Uh, if you want to email me anything, it's hello at I allegedly. And if you are on the email list, check your spam filter because one just went out. And uh, 
onward and upward, guys. I have so, so many cool announcements coming up in the next week. I cannot wait to share them with you. I will see you guys very soon.